0: At Christmas time, there's always loads of games being played, including the old favourite, hide-and-seek. It
1: could be to keep the kids quiet, or it could be to prepare them for the adult version, where they could win £100,000.
0: So forget hiding in the wardrobe or under the bed... Damn it, I knew you'd find me. ..would you have what it takes to go all the way? Or
1: would you be... ..hunted?
0: Hello, Chief, how you doing?
2: All right, thank you. More importantly, how are you doing?
1: Yeah, we're all right. We like a challenge. Stand by, stand by, stand by. Out, out, out. Up to seven persons. Seven
0: persons, one, two. Short of jumping into the canal, their options are reasonably limited. And we also think they may have had a bit too much to drink last night.
2: It's a BMW, Ben. We have got live telematics on the vehicle. You fucking beauty. Oh, really.
1: oh, Curtain's drawn. Why are they drawn at this time of in that fucking house. There's movement, yeah? Confirmed movement? There yeah, is, there is movement in the property. Hunter team, open the door please! surrounded! My name's Craig.
0: And I'm Nat. In 2022 we discovered Hunted and are now obsessed.
1: But, like with every other obsessive TV show we watch, we're left with unanswered questions.
0: Like, what does it take to be a deputy? Do you get some sort of badge or a big hat?
1: Do you ever miss a capture if you go to the toilet at the wrong time?
0: In a competition for who is the best to work for, who would win? Hunted HQ or the Heist HQ?
1: And would you ever swap the comfort of the office for the thrill of the chase on the ground?
0: Let's find out as we welcome back Deputy Ray Howard
1: to The Hunted Podcast. Who could try to play but you're never gonna beat me the other way, what I'm doing ain't staying from the people who deceive me. Body and break through the chains, go free me. People like sheep, move feed her it easy. You don't want to be fast asleep on this steaming. Better stay tall, ready for a fight, believe me. When they try the chains, you can say no, free me. Hello, and welcome back to the festive version of the Hunted Podcast. Merry Christmas unto you, and to you, and to you, and to you. Jordan.
0: And to you. Thank you. Um, Can I tell you a Christmas joke? Of
1: course. Oh, hang on. Is the punchline about Jordan? Because if it is, I don't want to hear it because it's not hashtag sorry Jordan. It's hashtag Merry Christmas Jordan for December. Um, No, it's not. Okay, right. Hit me with it.
0: Um, What is Santa afraid of?
1: I don't know what Santa's afraid of.
0: The Elfin Safety Officer.
1: (laughs) That's a much better delivery than the first (laughs) time we did it as well. (laughs) Well done. (laughs) So, right. It's not just us two sitting in our bedroom with our second Christmas tree. Nope. um, Talking Christmas and talking nonsense and telling each other Christmas jokes. That's Christmas Day. Yeah. What are we here to do?
0: Uh, We are here to listen to our little chat, big chat. With Ray
1: Howard. Yes. So, cast your minds back a few months ago, the last time we had a series out, it was mm. Hunted Revisited, all about Hunted series... One. ...episodes. All. <laughs> episodes all. <laughs> I was I was expecting to go, one, and two, and three. <laughs> episodes all. all. <laughs> uh, and of course, at the end of the series, we got Ray Howard on to give yeah. us his thoughts as the current deputy looking at someone who was currently in HQ versus as it was then. Fantastic episode, go back and watch it listen to it all of that stuff and if you've missed last week's episode go back and listen to that because after our chat about Hunter Revisited yeah we popped the kettle on yeah we popped the cameras back on and we just talked for like two hours right we did yes non-stop everything from how we got involved in Hunter's Mm-hmm. to the series that's upcoming, whether or not he'd want to um, go out on the ground and of course a little bit about the heist. Now I'm going to be honest I've got no idea what you've already listened to nope. and I've got no idea what you're about to listen to nope. because it was that long ago I forgot what was happening. Yeah. But what were we talking about last time? Where we left it off, what were we talking about?
0: Uh, we were talking about Bobby ah,
1: helping Bobby.
0: Danielle
1: Yeah, probably Queen of the Jungle by now.
0: Possibly animate.
1: Yeah, the other one. Yeah,
0: the other one. Bobby. Really,
1: By the way, really sorry about that, whoever you are. We just can't remember, and we're so tired. We've been up since five o'clock.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby helping those two.
1: Yes. Now, I have a little premonition. Go
0: on,
1: then. I have a premonition that we mm-hmm. were talking about Bobby helping the other two, mm-hmm. and then how we... Me and you? Yeah. Nearly got some fugitive captured. Yes. Shall we find out if that comes true? Yes. Sit back and enjoy part two of our chat with... Ray Howard. So, with the news, so it's, quite, it's quite interesting. We mentioned this with um, JP and Bex when we had them on a few... Well, about a month or so yeah. ago now. Um, because of the way in which the podcast had grown over that period. Celebrity Hunted, the next one, filmed just after Celebrity Hunted, the previous one, had aired. So it was still very prevalent. In fact, when we interviewed Cashmore, it was the day before filming yeah. was going to start because he was waiting for some stuff to come through and and everything. Um, but obviously, we've got a similar looking logo. It's the same logo with the word podcast written under it, which for someone that works in media and marketing, that's really lazy of me, but it's stuck. <laughs> um, obviously, our pages. is hunted pod but it's got the word hunted in it and if you're not really looking at it like in detail you're gonna get confused i mean how you would because hunter's got like really loads of followers we haven't yeah somebody messaged our page thinking we were hunted hq during the run and it was for um the soap stars who obviously everyone knows who who they are danielle who was on eastenders and whoever ran with i can't remember now um someone who was on corrie and they sent us information about them and we were like, well, we don't know what to do with this now because there's part of us as viewers that don't want to pass it off, but there's also part of us as a podcast and from a promotion, this self-promotion point of view, selfishly, that we think, oh, we can have some fun with this. So we then put it on our Instagram a little bit of a poll of, should we share the information with HQ? We're always going to share the, the information with <laughs> HQ. Good. We're always going to share it. Um And people said, yeah, share it. So we then got the WhatsApp number for HQ and was messaging um, the people behind it who we obviously know. (laughs) Turn the microphones (laughs) off for that bit. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, people sort of could, uh, yeah, we were messaging those people and telling the information. And then people at HQ was like, right, well, can you do a bit of covert work for us? There's a hunted, I don't know if you know this, there's a hunted Facebook group. I think yeah. your wife's in it. Yes, yes, is, yes. So yes. there's a hunted Facebook group and people put in information about that and we were then messaging them to see what their story was and straight away, they were like, no, no, we're just messing up. But there was a few that were actually feeding us information, which when we were passing back, so we actually played a little bit oh, of did a... You? We had played a little bit of a sly... A little
2: covert uh, role.
1: Covert role <laughs> in that. It won't get on screen and, you know, uh, it won't... It'd be so convoluted for them to explain how they got it. Yeah. Just information, but... And
2: that is one of the issues with hundreds. Sometimes it's quite a convoluted... How we get to that point is quite convoluted, and people go, well, how did you get there? But it's too... It would yeah. take up too much time, mm. screen time, to explain. I mean, we've just spent four minutes explaining that, and yeah. that's, you know, that's
1: yeah. time where they could be ringing home or... Yeah. Getting, yeah. yeah. Messing around with water guns, and eat piss. So this there's, yeah. there's, <laughs> there's much more, like, comic value or, like, whatever value to it, but... We really enjoyed that, and I think that really sort of opened our eyes a little yeah. bit didn't it, to what we could potentially do in the future. Yeah, it was
0: fun. It was how, it was fun to see like how easily people like thought we were actually hunted, and how quickly they would just give up the information.
1: Yeah, people gave up the information very very quickly, and it's interesting to see like them trying to back their story up as well. Like, I've always, I've always. Like, would I lie to you? Such a silly TV game because yeah. you—it is in such a short space of time. But there is part of me that, like, thinking about like my future career. At some point, I'd love to actually work for a police force and maybe do like a course on digital intelligence because what people put on their social media, they might put a story on, but actually, it tells another thing. So, like, for example, we've—I've actually managed to put this into use in the last few days. I've been trying to sell a camera of mine, um, and you get so many scam artists coming in, like scammers coming in. And straight away, you can ask them questions and they'll be like saying in one reply, but then like one of them said, oh well, yeah, I, I live in Stoke. Well, will go on his profile. His profile says he lives in London. Right. His profile's got no friends. Dodgy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think watching Hunted and being able to like learn from that has really, really helped. And we've always spoken about what we want to do in the future with the podcast. Mm. Obviously, we're going to keep doing what we're doing in terms of like watching and reacting to the show. But we feel like there's probably some good that can be done with it, especially in terms of like scams and scam awareness and the process that people do in staying safe on, online. It's a really good avenue to explore, I Oh, think.
2: definitely. And you've got some real experts uh, on, on all those things. I mean, I suppose you... you I'm sure you spoke to Bex about um, romance fraud and yeah. Yeah. all that side of things. And you've got cyber experts and fraud experts all within that office. Um, and I think there's something there. Yeah, definitely. We could get a message out to the public about you know what are the high-risk areas to look out for. One of the things we did
1: actually when we first started watching Hunter, we go back to Ben again, he's now started doing like lots of seminars and stuff, which a lot of ex-military and police end up doing. He did one that was really fascinating where he basically found a random name from somebody and in the space of an hour found out all their information, did reverse image searches, got all of his details and all of that sort of stuff and yeah, just really, really... Yeah, went to went mm. to town and yeah. it it was so eye opening. So
0: much yeah. about them, like he found so much stuff in such a short amount of time, and I think it's definitely made us more aware of what we put out. Yeah, like we used to every time we went somewhere, we'd be checking in or we'd be putting a photo, and I think we're definitely it made us a lot more aware of of how much people could get just from that small post. And I know that we both don't do as much now.
1: I think that's a, good, a, a big thing on celebrity haunted as well. Because, well, even civilian hunted because people's social media profiles tell a lot about them. So like, for example, um, in the civilian series that we've seen... Um, the married couple were they married or the boyfriend and girlfriend I can't remember the couple from Sheffield who were were, they were walkers I'm not sure was that
2: Myrig and Delano no
1: they were Wales I can't remember the name I knew you'd be be on it you usually have it in your other notebook don't you yeah but
0: but you've not brought my other (laughs) Um, notebook Liam and Katie I think they were urban explorers oh
1: yes yes
2: yes yes of
1: course and that was the prime example of how social media can well let, let you get captured because you guys just searched that noticed that they were urban explorers and went well right well that's, they're probably going to do that let's explore that possibility and lo and behold there they
2: were yeah yeah. well that was weird actually because t- only two places came up I think within that area and one of them uh, it was I'd never heard of it it was like these big tunnels in Chevrolet I can't remember the name of it now but you can go and explore these big tunnels but when we looked at it it was completely booked out and you couldn't just walk up and go into it so if you were planning and then, then there was the disused ski Area, which, which was, was the
1: one where they were. Yeah, and that yeah. was the
2: only one you could like really go to just out of the blue because it's obviously just open. You don't have to book any tickets or anything. But um, yeah, so that was yeah that was really. I can't remember who found that information now. I might have been because that was during COVID, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because we had <laughs> we had a little. We had we had some changes in the office as a result of that. Yeah, and the, people the coming
1: Australian in. Australian series did as well. So at one point in the Australian series, there were very, very limited, like, both, all of the leads were out of the game for X amount of time. Because yeah. there's a, a massive jump in when they capture people in the Australian one. It literally goes from, like, day four to, like, day 17. And it's not what the fugitives, it's the fact of resource. Yeah. And we were going to ask about that, obviously. Like, there were, obviously, COVID measures in, in place, which we saw a lot of on screen. Like, when people got into people's cars, there were the COVID screens yeah. up. But if someone like even with the latest series, the Slab series, Nikesh tested positive before he film did, started, just before, so that's right, yeah. couldn't join at, at the start.
2: Yeah, so it, yeah. it does
1: play a, a part. Yeah,
2: and they need to be very, very careful about that, especially at the time. I know things have moved on a bit, but certainly at the time, they had to be very, very cautious. Mm. Um, and we, you know, we all had to keep a certain distance apart. And there were people that still, uh, you know, caught COVID, and people came in to replace them on quite short periods of time. Um, but yeah, so and I think that was when that was when they discovered the the Sheffield Link and the, the ski uh, ski site link. But it's amazing these places that are out there. Yeah, I find out so many things on Hunted that I didn't <laughs> know, like Taskmaster. How much the only grief oh, I've I ever got. I, I know everyone loves Taskmaster, right? I've never seen it. Now I said that, didn't I, on screen? Oh my goodness me! I got a bit of a bombardment. Oh
1: yes, you did. I, yeah. yeah, James and Ed went to the Taskmaster house. They Went to
2: the Taskmaster house. So I. You've get, now,
1: let's clarify: you've now watched it and are now obsessed with it, right? No. What? I'm going to
2: get so much grief over this as yes. well. Yes. People going in there, but you're on the same channel as if somehow you know. Oh, I know. Because yeah, <laughs> on Channel bad. 4, like I never watch anything other than yeah. Channel 4 because <laughs> yeah. um, I don't watch a lot of telly, Craig. That's the thing. And I, I'm, I'm aware of Taskmaster and it's on my list of things to watch, but I'm sorry, I just haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. It's just, it's
1: just a daft little show. They, 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 we were so pleased that they oh, got Oh, everyone there.
2: knew about it. This was the thing. That's why I felt so, so out of the loop, you know. <laughs> Okay. And when I said, what's that? What's Tarsim? So many people looking at me side-eyes. You know, what's he on about? But I've never seen it. So. Oh,
1: crazy. Absolutely crazy. It's, uh, that, the couple that captured in Sheffield was funny because Bex told a brilliant story about being hungover because she oh, wasn't supposed to be on the Well, she was day. behind The
2: Rock, wasn't she? Yeah, there was a the whole out, thing about throw, The Rock. Throw, <laughs> that's throw, right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. that's great. It's... What's the feeling like when somebody is captured then in HQ? Because we we do see it, and obviously we've as a podcast we've started like making it into memes and gifs and stuff, and used it to like promote the show and stuff. But what is that raw emotion like? Well, park the Bobby situation because that's different. I think we'll talk about that a little bit later. But a general capture—you've gone after a pair of fugitives. Let's use these two for for a prime example. What's it like? when you finally manage to, to get them, or maybe even the speak buns when you've followed them around for so long and then, boom, you actually do get hands on. Do you know, what, it
2: can really vary. Sometimes you're absolutely <laughs> over the moon, and when I've been known to jump up so high that I've nearly hit the ceiling. Um, but there are other times when... <laughs> you are
1: a jumper, actually. I well. am a yeah. jumper.
2: I am <laughs> well, a jumper, yeah. yeah. But there are other times when it's almost like just a deep exhalation of breath because you're just glad it's over. Um, so it, it, it can vary, but of course... Um, they love to see see us high fiving and all that, so you know, of course, we you know we love to do all that. But it, but there is a genuine a uh, sort of um, feeling of of exultation that you, that you've caught somebody, especially if they've been very very difficult. But as I say, there are times when really you just want to let out a deep breath and put your head down and just go, thank goodness. Other thank than goodness. the
1: Speakmans, who were you most who were you, who did you celebrate with the most, excluding Bobby because that's an extraction, so that's slightly different. <laughs>
2: Oh, I think it was probably the Vivienne and Chloe. Not not that I... I it, just because it came so out of the blue. It was so unexpected. Uh, no one... We weren't hot on their tail. We were looking for Ewan in that area, not them. Um, I'd, I'd run from the loo in, you know, a state of dishevelment uh, in order to get on the radio. Uh, and then it was just... And it was like they caught who? There was genuine shock, and when it was confirmed that actually no, they've caught them, because I thought it was all a big mistake. When they it was confirmed, they, they, I was actually just a, slightly elated because it just was so unexpected.
1: I guess those particular ones are the ones which you will sort of enjoy more of because they come out of the blue. You some, some, you do have that little element of the look and. I guess when you're in HQ all the time, yes, you're given a little bit of downtime because you can't work for, for so long and, yeah. you know, you do need various breaks. But when you're in the position that you are as deputy and, like, Lisa is, as chief, there's almost an expectation for you to sort of be there and to be organising things in HQ. Like, one of the things we see you say a lot of is um, no celebrations until they've been captured and, and that yeah. sort of thing, and really keeping a calm head not it. Because anything could happen, especially when they're a, a team. In fact... We're going to see it in series two. Um, There's a guy called Nick Cummins who wins it, who is absolutely great. Um, He was likened to the grey man, very dull, very boring, but he does a brilliant decoy, and they're all celebrating in HQ. And, uh, yeah, when it turns out to not be him... The look on the hunter's face, so I guess there must be part of that going through your head as well.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of that, there's a lot of possible decoys, and also what we it's a dangerous time when you're about to catch somebody for us because if they're in a pair, we want both of them. The, the, the biggest risk is that we get one and not the other because actually we feel no further forward. We've still got a fugitive team, okay? It's only one rather than two now, still a fugitive team out there, so we don't feel like we've really gained anything. So, what we don't want is, and even if we've caught one and it's confirmed we've caught one but we've not got the other one. It's too early to celebrate because, and you've seen it on some series. I can't remember which series are aired now and which, which aren't, but when you get a number. So
1: the two that haven't hit aired, just to get, clarify it for you. Yeah. The latest Celebrity Hunted filmed earlier this year, and the civilian series, which was filmed last year, probably after Celebrity Hunted with Bobby.
2: Right, yeah, so so in that one, the one with Bobby uh, and Saffron, there was a lot of splits, weren't there? Yeah. There were a lot of splits, and that is so frustrating, so frustrating because, you know, you, you catch one, okay, you've still got to put exactly the same number of resources into the outstanding one. So so no early celebrations is, you know, is the order of the day because if you end up with one lone – and a lone wolf can be more dangerous than a pair. Who
1: would you say is the most formidable fugitive that you've came up against?
2: Oh, it's probably Sarah, isn't it? Yeah. Sarah Kibble. Ex- he was expecting I, that yeah.
0: yeah. Her decoy or her, draw, her drawing you all in while she was at the scare fest. Yeah. That was just so good. The yeah. fact that she had all of her friends there in masks and she was in a costume. It was just so clever.
1: Is she the best fugitive ever? do you think?
0: Possibly, yeah.
1: I, like, I can't think of anyone that gets held in such a high regard as what Sarah does whenever we do these podcasts, whenever people are putting like comments in. It's always her. Mainly, I think, due to the fact that she could have very easily been part of the HQ team or the ground team because she yeah. had those skill sets. Um, and also, she was a solo fugitive. Yeah. And... It didn't phase her whatsoever. She was just.
2: And I think it depends, it depends. on the makeup of the individual and the character, because some people are going to be better in a pair, and some people are going to be better solo. Uh, and clearly, that was that was her forte. And there was a lot with Sarah you never saw as well. Um, a lot where we were getting quite close, and she went to some golf clubs. I don't think that really w- w- was aired uh, on the TV, and and went up into Scotland. And I think. I think we were very close on a, on a number of occasions. Uh, particularly when she went to Scotland and I know we had uh, a hunter team going uh, waiting on a, on a, on a round parked up on a roundabout and we're pretty sure she was moving but we didn't have the vehicle but we were pretty sure that she was going to be moving in that area in a vehicle but of course she's laying down in the vehicle where they would have missed it but I suspect they were no more than a few feet away from her at that point. Um, but ultimately you know you saw from the from the off you saw her run up that beach. Uh, and everyone else looked like they were going backwards. So you looked at that and thought, whoever that is, and we didn't know who it was at the time, they're going to be a problem.
1: And that, that launch as well has caused a bit of controversy and will never be done again, I don't think, purely by the fact that if it wasn't for, if there'd have been one more ferry crossing cancelled, you'd have caught the pretty much six in one fell swoop and production would have had to go. Yeah, we're going to have to start this again, guys. Come yeah, uh, on.
2: Well, absolutely. Yeah, because, of course, the weather came in, didn't it, quite rapidly. And, that, I mean, I was surprised that they all got off, to be fair, because I didn't think they were all going to get off. And, um, yeah, Wait. you're right. If, if, if the weather had closed in a little bit more or the ferry had been cancelled one before, then the, it, it would have been a very short series, probably a couple of episodes.
1: It would have just been <laughs> you chasing Siri kibble around. And <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah. just go, just go. But, right, let's draw lots. Right, one of you in this office has got to go on the run.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> who? Like, that's a good question, actually. If you were to pick one person out of HQ that you've worked with that suddenly, turncoat, goes to a fugitive, who would you hate it to be the most? Who do you think would give you the most toothache?
2: Someone from the office. So from the office, from headquarters, uh, goes fugitive. Ooh, I'm probably going to say Mark. Yeah, I think he'd be. Yeah, I think he'd be. He's
1: been on it from the start. Has he's been on it from start the start. He knows it. He's
2: very competitive. He's very capable. Uh, he's smart. I think he would put out all the stops, and I think it'd be tough. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. he would. Yeah. Oh, well, I know it's easy with Mark though because he's been both, hasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's very so, true. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's a difficult one. It's it's so interesting. And right, let's finish off by talking um, about the last Celebrity Hunted series. Obviously. The clean sweep, the Bobby Siegel capture, as a piece of television, I think that's probably one of the most incredible bits of edited and things that I've I've seen. When you're watching that play out in HDL, obviously you're not getting all the music and the stuff which brings the emotion with it. Yeah. But it's still quite powerful because you've put so much in into it and you've just everything in terms of for you guys has just fallen right. Yeah. And you just know that there's no way as lovely as he is, that he's getting on that plane.
2: No, not at that point. Once we've got there, we're pretty... It's always a rush, isn't it? But what we knew at that point was that we were ahead. We'd got to the airfield uh, and he hadn't got on the plane. So, and we had, what, two, three Hunter teams there? Two, wasn't it, I think? I think it was yeah. two that were there on time,
1: teams. yeah. And then one turned up just after.
2: Yeah. Probably, no. <laughs> no <I'm not> <laughs> Sorry, John. I'm not saying it. I'm trying to be uh, nice. I can't, I can't remember, obviously, because JP and Mel, I do remember, because they were there. Uh, and I think it was it Cashy and... Anyway, whoever it was. Um, I, I, I knew that Bobby was going to really, really struggle. And we knew, but we found out quite a lot about Bobby. And the first thing to say is, what a gentleman. I mean, I've met him since. He's so such lovely. a gentleman. Lovely. And he's a West Ham fan. So, you know, you can't... And I found that out quite early. And I was kind of thinking, oh, well, maybe, you know, give him a few favours. But no, we would never do that. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, so, so he, 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 he's a smart guy. He played a really good game. But I didn't think he was going to get on the plane for one moment. Once the teams were there... Uh there. He wouldn't. He just wouldn't be able to to dodge them, and uh, so I was really, really confident. But even then, you're still worried. You're still worried. Um, but my money was always on the hunters up to that point.
1: One thing that I think we both liked at the end, you remember, was Lisa gives a really rousing speech about mm. not capturing anybody again in the in the future. Yeah, you remember that?
0: Sort of. Yeah.
1: It's just so It was so powerful. How much of that is just sheer, raw emotion? Because like you say, for you guys, you have spent... They've spent 21 days or whatever it is on the run, moving about, trying to go undetected. You've spent 21 days not just hunting down them, but 10, 12 fugitives or whatever it may be. And in the end, you've come out on top. How much of that adrenaline and raw emotion is just so so like it just comes so naturally it must have been such a supercharged room to be in at that point
2: yeah absolutely and you know you you've you've put your heart and soul into it and you you we're all very very competitive so we wouldn't be doing it uh and to get a clean sweep you know that's a real emotional boost and i think you know that came from that came from the heart um as far as lisa's concerned and you know it doesn't happen every series and it thankfully, because I think it would be a bit of a shame if it did. <laughs> but, but from our perspective, we we'll take it. We we'll take it every series.
1: It's the actually, it's the only time where it's happened fairly. I think that's yeah. fair to say, isn't it?
0: That is very fair to say. Yeah. Oh really? The uh, the other clean sweep that they had, which was series three. Is
2: this the Birmingham? Yes. Right, there's
0: a no. bit of controversy around that clean sweep. And ah. the helicopter landing,
1: Three timings and permissions. Of oh, really? The helicopter landing. So we had Harry, yes, Harry Savage, and it was his brother Frank who were on the run, um, and they it was Frank who got captured last. Harry got captured just outside on the street in Birmingham, and the hunting team were obviously all on foot and trying to chase. him. the chopper was to take off from the top of one of the car parks. Yeah. At a set time, as obviously extractions are, it turns out, um, and he said this on the podcast, which we recorded with him, that the chopper hadn't landed on time because it couldn't get permission to land. Uh, so the time in which they were told to be there, um, they were there and would have been extracted away. because the hunters weren't, but because the delay. the delay, the hunters managed to get there and just give them that extra... Two, five, ten, whatever it was minutes right. to get the hands on. So there's a little bit of controversy around it in the past. But do you well, know what? Well, you know what? It's six of one after us and the other, isn't it? It is, its is not it? Because
2: if the, you know if you've planned a, a, an audacious escape, but for some reason the helicopter don't turn up. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. tough luck.
1: And I actually <laughs> think, I actually think, looking back on that, that maybe production should have actually said that and it should have actually been put into the show because actually <laughs> yeah. that, would, that is actually a genuine thing which would happen. Yeah. You have to get permissions to land planes. You've got to have permissions for them to take off and all of this thing. So why not be open about mm. it? Yeah. But it was still early days when that yeah. happened. and there not been a clean sweep at that point. So I think the the power of the edit, as happens in TV... And the story which that brings overrides the realism of the situation, which I think is, yeah. is probably what yeah, it is. Yeah, no,
2: I get that, absolutely. And I can see why people feel a bit um, miffed by it. And of course. But Bobby's know, not miffed by it. No, it was no. a very fair capture, I think.
1: He, yeah, he was very, very fair. And he just knew that he couldn't outrun them. And it's just no. brilliant to not see. Not when
2: Mel's, Mel's ahead of him. Oh, JP's yeah. behind him, bearing down. There's another couple of hunters there as well. Yeah. Uh, is he getting away? Well, if he is, then he deserves it.
1: I just, you know, this is why it needs to win the TV Choice Award because the whoever was in the production suite deserves full credit for it. Obviously, you guys have done what you need to do, but in in terms of bringing it out on the screen, shot so beautifully. There's lovely slow mo, black and white, monochrome shots of Bobby on the floor, not in tears and not, but obviously gutted he's not made it and exhausted after a really, really tough time on the run. The hunter's always dancing around him and celebrating around him, which is genius. And it cuts back to you guys in HQ just losing your shit and just like really, really yeah. celebrating a, a job well done. Lisa's rousing speech. It's just beautiful. It's a beautiful yeah, it's bit of well telly. Yeah. But also, on balance of that, it was at the end of Sarah Kibble's series because not just Sarah, that she gets talked about a lot, but also you've got Nathan and James, Nathan who obviously made it to extraction and and won his story on in its own is phenomenal and there's that beautiful shot where he gets into the back of the guy's car he's the one who struggles to speak um and communicate the guy gives him his coat and looks after him it's just super super emotional and that's that's what the show's all about emotion uh,
2: absolutely uh, absolutely and they were great nathan and james weren't they and of course um was it james that broke his ankle or
1: one of them did yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
2: That's uh, uh, yeah, so so, so no, it, I, I mean, it's beautifully done, and, and hats off to um, Jason, the drone guy, because he doubles up, you know, he does uh, obviously, he helps us find people, so and hopefully, if he's in the right place, uh, because obviously, you know, we call him and he's like 600 miles away, it's gonna be <laughs> tough. Um, but he also gets footage for the show, so he, he's you know, he's doing two things, and some of that footage that you'll see. From the drone, you don't even really think about it. It's absolutely amazing.
1: It is like it, it, it's so incredible just to see how much um, it all comes together, and yeah, it, it's such. Uh, it's come a long way since that that series one. And what a
2: fantastic airplane that was! Yeah, that old well, aircraft. Yeah. It was gorgeous, wasn't it? Yeah. I know it was another air one, but at least but it wasn't it's a, a little helicopter. Bit different. It was a bit different. I it. It's, I, I it's, love it's that the plan. constant
0: helicopters that... Yeah. but. With that being, like, a different plane, I think it was quite nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I tell you, you're going to love the next series. You are. I can't say anything about it, but we we can't wait. I mean,
1: the celebrity one, obviously, is, is I think, the one which everyone's looking forward to. There's a possibility that it could be this year, because Stand Up for Cancer have announced that 3rd of November is when they're going to sort of do their next lot of stuff. But no news on whether or not Hunted is going to be involved in that. We don't know. Obviously, we've still got a civilian one. But also, we did a little bit of detective work early, didn't we? Where can you now also watch Hunted? Oh,
0: yeah. You can now watch all of Hunted and Celebrity Hunted on Apple TV.
2: Is that right? Yeah. Because I think the first three series are all on Prime now, aren't they? Mm.
0: Yeah. Everything but, is on Apple TV.
2: Oh, I don't have Apple TV.
0: So. so you can get everything on there
2: After. now. But can you still watch it on more yeah. 4 yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. that's. The we'll one stick one through True to the Roots for now. We won't because there's no ads on Apple TV. Right. Uh, yeah. So I
2: mean, yeah. yeah. But you
1: know, right. We have got a few quick fire questions for you before we let you uh, shoot off and release we'll right. you back into the back into, into the, the wild, world. back out to go, so yeah. do some more hunting. Absolutely. So we've asked for a few people to uh, send some in. Um, we've mentioned her a lot on the show. Um, Sarah Kibble has sent us a question in. When are you going to let uh, Kibbs join the hunter team? She has put from anonymous, but. You know.
2: we know who it is yeah we know well, I, it is. You know, I met Sarah just uh, recently when we went to um the yes. new swimming show in Birmingham uh not Birmingham sorry Leicester yeah uh and uh so and I've, I've wanted to meet her since the show so it was great but unfortunately we didn't get enough time to chat because we were obviously watching the show um and we talked about this I would love to see her on the team um unfortunately it's not my decision I get no say in it whatsoever we've said time and time again that we would like she would make a
1: great one but also like in terms of the show, it would be excellent to see either somebody go, like, you know, turn to the other side, fugitive to Hunter, or vice versa. And uh, this would ruin the show, and this would be completely unrealistic as well, but we've watched Line of Duty, and we quite enjoy the the occasional bent copper thing Mm. of leaking information, that sort of thing. Like, if people say to us all the time what would you do if you were on the run? Well, we wouldn't be able to go on the run now. We wouldn't be able to go on Hunter because you guys just know too much about us. But at the same time, I'd be like, yeah, so JP, where are you? Or like, like just messaging people going, where are you? Or, I mean, just trying to, I don't know, yeah. get a bit of inside info, but I'd kill the show. So we yeah. wouldn't want to do that.
2: Oh, I love it when people say to me and friends say to me, you'd never catch me, Ray. And I always say, so really, what would you do then? And then they start telling me.
1: And I'm thinking, well,
2: I don't think you're that good at this. Not as good as you think.
1: <laughs> Speaking of uh, that, um daisy um you don't have to tell us what it is you tell us what it is after but daisy has sent a question we've challenged her to use a investigative brain and what she knows about you two truths and a lie so you gotta think of two truths about ray howard and one lie which oh. we can come, we can come back to later so give you hard. a little bit of thinking time i can't lie on it
2: um, you
1: so bad bad at
2: lying. Just that bad at lying. You'll you'll see straight through me. That's why I became a cop and not a criminal. (laughs) There you go. Um, JP says, do
1: you have a book of quotes? Which, you know, I think we should do that. We've got sorry, Jordan T-shirts. I think next, I think we need to do a range of mugs with some quotes on it. Okay.
2: I think that would be awesome, yeah. It would be
1: really really good fun. Yeah,
2: Yeah. definitely.
1: We could do, you know, softer Shy. We could do Get Off the Fence and and Pick pick one. One. Gather Round. This could be a capture. That's one of yours. Yeah. Um, dipshits. Dip sh- oh, obviously, dipshits. I love dipshits. It's great.
2: Who said that? That's outrageous. Steve Klein. Okay, I don't know who said that. Pre you, yeah. yeah. Pre you so. Yeah.
1: There was a pair of fugitives. There's a lovely YouTube clip of it. Who were uh, they called? Brothers of Swing. There were two mates who basically sing in a pub singers. Um, it was when Blacks was the chief. They taunted the hunters by doing a gig in a pub and streaming it on Facebook Live and uh, basically sang, the, you know the song I Love You Baby? Yes. Um, they changed it to, um, oh, Peter Blexley, you are the love man, and like, something like that, and really like, riled him. And the HQ team figured out that they were actually there live because they rang the pub and could hear him singing in the background. And Steve and whoever it was in with him at that time were on it. He got in the car and, and said... Something like, woohoo, let's get these fuckers. And then it came through that they were on Facebook Live and his, his response was just, dipshits. Which <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. So maybe a dipshits rage or whatever. Have you got a favourite quote? Have you got something that, that jumps out, which you've, you've said on the show, which you think?
2: Not really. Uh, I, I think probably the Hansel and Gretel thing, just because that landed for me. Yeah. It made me laugh internally.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I guess like, there's other stuff which comes out as well, which the, the, the HQ do laugh and. I guess that you know people do need to realise that police and people that have served
2: in that era,
1: that area will have a dark sense of humour by nature of the job. And yeah, that's and what it is, and it
2: is. And you know, we and sometimes you, sometimes you just hear something, don't you? And it's funny. You think I'm going to say that because yeah. it's just too good not to say it. <laughs> but we we
1: can't wait for what comes up next. Because no. honestly, you and Lisa have raised the bar so much of like those quotes and they're just making it a little bit...
2: The cheeky one-liners.
1: Yeah, yeah. the cheeky one-liners, which really do, which really do make it. Right, um, it's time for two serious questions. The first...
0: Oh, mine? Yes. I'm going first. Okay. Um, right, what's your favourite biscuit?
2: I... Do I have a favourite biscuit? I do. And, in fact, I've bought you some of my favourite. Oh, there we go. <laughs> there is no question about this. I won't have it any other way. Scottish shortbread oh, bread. is by <laughs> far so the greatest,
1: it's the greatest biscuit yeah.
2: ever yeah. made. Now, yeah. I will give the Italian uh, biscotti, almond biscotti, a, you know, it might give it a run for its money, but let's be honest Scottish shortbread, there's no competition. Yeah. There's no competition. You
1: can dip them if you want to, but you can eat them without a cup of tea or a coffee. They're just there. And the fla- if you've
2: got the flavor and the sugar right, just spot Perfect. on, you cannot <laughs> beat it. The Mark Spencer version, let's be fair, it's definitely one of the Love best. Love yeah. biscuit. Yeah, yeah
1: I, I don't think we need to end that question. We can't beat, we will never beat that question. Nope,
2: nope. nope.
1: Brilliant, great, an excellent, <laughs> cho- an excellent choice. Right, one final question, a Hunted-related question. We have been tasked, we haven't, this is just the scenario that we use, of creating a new version of Hunted, mm. whereby we go on the run in teams of four. So it's yourself, Mm. it is one former fugitive, one office hunter and one ground hunter to form the ultimate team. Who are you choosing to be part of your team? Who's going to get you the most and why are you giving them the specifics?
2: Oh, that is so difficult. Um, Because, you know, I'm selecting from a team of fantastic... Formidable people. So I would go on the run with all of them, any of them, and, and we'd win. Was that allowable or you? Nope. Be, no, no? <laughs> okay. well, Because they are all, all amazing. There's some people like it. Because I know Doug's very popular, isn't he?
1: Cyber Doug, yeah. Cyber is very,
2: very popular and I can see why. However, I would like Cyber Doug as one of my go tos, someone who can help me from the outside.
1: Ah, because yeah. I think.
2: Doug could do. I think he'd do more as a
1: as an associate, as an associate yeah. than
2: actually. And I would worry because Doug's a bit of a party animal as well. He, I think, week two he we might find him with a designer beer in his hand somewhere, <laughs> and getting caught in a pub somewhere. But so, oh, it's so hard. Um, okay, all right. So Sarah Kibble is the answer in terms of fugitive. I've got no question about that. Um, I think she'd be formidable. We've seen her win. She's got the police and military background. Um, I think physically that she'd go through, you know, go through hardships. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, I think she could crash in a tent and you had to sleep rough and all that sort of stuff. So Sarah's an easy one. In terms of a ground hunter, that's much more difficult because actually they're all so
1: brilliant. Um, we are gonna, I'm going to throw a little caveat in there. You cannot choose Mark. Oh! I knew that's where your brain was Ooh. going. <laughs> I could see you formulating you, Mark.
2: You could, that's not fair. <laughs> I was formulating Mark
1: because I, 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 the reason you can't choose him oh man. is because he's served as he served as. That's both. why you're choosing. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's that's why you, we're not allowing you to choose him. It, it's got to be someone that's
2: yeah. And he's very, and, and I think Mark would do brilliant. He's very, you know, I mean, he's, he, he, he he would play the game very well, I think. But okay, so I can't choose Mark. <sighs> Let's put the cat amongst the pigeons. So I'll, come back to, I'll come back to Ground Hunters then because I need to give that some thought. Headquarters or... Oh, OK, I've got a choice of two. I've got to narrow this down. It's either going to be... Let's weigh up the pros and cons for both then. Let's... So, Steve. Smiley Steve. Percy, as you would call him, Smiley, Smiley Steve. Steve. Smiley
1: Steve on this podcast because he never stops smiling. I've never seen him grumpy.
2: He's never grumpy. Nice. He's, no, he's one of the most measured people... You know, he does stop smiling very rarely. No, very rarely. No. When, he's, when he's sleeping, you know, I'm told. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I've like no. to seen him sleep. But Steve, <laughs> Steve, Hurst still <laughs> sleeps with a smile. But <laughs> he does. I mean, he's you know he's incredibly smart. He's been in it since the beginning. He knows the game. Uh, he'd be fantastic. But I would have to put Hattie in there as well. Hattie Storm is, the Nando's Storm the Nando's Storm the Nando's Hattie is again very very smart. Very capable, very competitive and driven. She's um, not going to a baby, though. That's, the That's true, yeah. <laughs> but do you know what? Hattie will be back on form. So which one of those I'm going to choose? I don't know. I don't know. OK, I'm going to go Hattie. I'm going to go Hattie because I do need I need a woman on my team. Well, you've already okay. got Kibble. So oh, yeah, got, I yeah, I've
1: already got Kibble, yeah. yeah. Oh, do no, you've
2: find well, the catmastas? I think consider.
0: Kibble and Hattie would make a good pair. I think they
2: would. Yeah. I think they yeah. would. I think you're
0: I think they'd be really good together. Yeah. I think they'd work really well they'd
1: together. they off each other really yeah. well, I think, and just come up with like convoluted ways to go hidden. I think you've got a strong... I strong think we're going well though. there, yeah. I think yeah. we're going well there, okay. So you've sure, got a, so. yeah.
2: So we're doing well. But now it's a ground hunter, isn't it? And that is the hardest, hardest one.
1: And I've said you can't have
2: Mark, which
1: I'm not going to apologise for now. <laughs>
2: Can I have someone from the office as a ground hunter? I'll take
1: Giles as a ground hunter. Giles no, would be awesome. Can't, no, I can't. No, I can't. no, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's the being, rules really rules the game. I being really strict. really strict. Yeah, it's got to be someone that we it's see. strict. I Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be someone you, you see on the ground. That we, that
2: uh, we okay, I am going to go then. You've forced my hand. I'm going to go JP. Yeah. Good smart choice. Just because I think we'd have a good fun. I think mm. we'd have a good laugh. Uh he's easy to get along with. And uh and I think JP would definitely persuade people to help us. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's amiable and likable. Yeah. What's that be? Uh,
1: so That's the GoPro dying on me. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> oh, we're used to that. Yeah. I know. Running, yeah. I know. Uh, that must be such a horrible thing. It looks like you've always got to turn the equipment on and get the but you guys won't have it as much as what um the ground team will. They're no, 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 it's
2: the ground teams It's have it, We had it on the highest of the time. So just to confirm, my team's me, Sarah Kibble, Hattie, and JP. Yeah. yeah. That's a, good, a winning team. Yeah. That's a good team. That's a winning team. That's a very good
1: team. Very good team. I think a yeah. formidable team against yeah. some that we've, we've had some some interesting. We, always, we started asking this a few episodes ago, and we've really started to like get some competitive team. Oh, to the point that we might need to, to do But more important it. than that
2: is who our associates are. And we've got Doug and Steve Hersey. That's and it. Daisy yeah. and Angelie and Lindsay and all these people. No one would catch us. Yeah. No one would catch us.
1: Oh. I, I almost need to see the show now. But if you say no <laughs> one's going to catch you, then
2: I've
0: not uh, thought about the Associates before.
2: Mind you, I've forgotten a haven't I? What about? Oh, <laughs> you're going to be thinking about this like <laughs> <there>. <laughs> now, this. now. Yeah. Okay. No. Fine. We've got a team. We've got. A team. Yeah. <laughs> but it. Is, well. It's not a fair question because I'd go on the run with any of them. They're all brilliant.
1: I don't know. I think, yeah, I think it, you'd make a great team and I think it would be really interesting to see. One last one. Um, what about having civilians in HQ? What about a, a, a programme idea where one year, you've obviously got civilians that are going on the, going on the run. Yeah. What about bringing some civilians in, doing, doing it the opposite way around and expert hunters become the fugitives yeah and you and maybe so maybe like let's say for example let's split the team down so your job is more like ops based isn't it and, co- and coordination yeah. yeah you've got lisa who obviously brings it all together yeah. you've got cyber dog yeah. and then you've who does all the cyber work obviously it's self-explanatory mm-hmm. and then you've got steve smiley steve who does like intelligence and can dabble in the the cyber bit as well yeah and things like that. and then you've got like daisy who can and like do
2: all this sort of open source, open source and, stuff. Yeah. So you've but got, there's a lot more to Daisy than that. Of course, yeah. You watch the next. Anyway, yeah. I'm, I just put dangle it out there. You'll yeah. see Daisy through some things that you probably be surprised.
1: Mm, look Ooh. forward to that. Yeah. So you've got those five people in key areas, and then you each one has two civilians that they have to train up and, yeah, um, like become part of their team. Would you trust civilians, or is it like to to do it, Or would you think that the process of trying to explain to them and trying to get them up to speed on processes would be too much against the team-like? I think it's, it's interesting.
2: I think you know, bringing in civilians might bring some new ideas and new ways of thinking, which might be beneficial. But I think I'd be concerned. What's the opposite of a clean sweep? Uh, Full house, where they, they all win like... Ten grand each. Yeah, I think that's probably what we're heading for <laughs> <laughs> in that scenario.
1: <laughs> so I think there was a show that tried it once. It was a, a Channel Four. I think Channel Four had it. Um, one of the old, like murder authors wrote the script for it. Oh. We started watching. It's called like Murder Island or something, and we watched it for a little bit. And basically, like there was a team of detectives, and each de- each detective had a, a pair of civilians who were like acting as the detectives, and they had to work out this. Murder and all the people, like actors and stuff. And that yeah. was quite a way of doing it. But yeah. what we're basically was, trying like, to say is, can we get us into HQ, please? Because we're, you know... Well, you must come for a visit. I'm sure if we talked to Shine, you'd come for
2: a visit. And we, love,
1: we would love that, wouldn't we're we? Cool. Spend a few hours, You know,
2: just, just a couple of hours in, yeah. seeing how it's all done. We wouldn't try would, before. We wouldn't break anything.
1: We'd, no. Yeah. We'd bring biscuits and... Cake. Oh, well, yeah. there's plenty of
2: biscuits. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many biscuits there. You would
1: unbelievable. <laughs> love it. Yeah. Can't wait. Right, without giving to anything too much away... What can people expect from the next Celebrity Hunted and the next Civilian series of Hunter? Dangle the carrot.
2: Well, uh, Civilian Hunted, I think there are some fantastic uh, fugitives on there. But whether they're good enough to beat the Fantastic Hunters, you'll have to tune in and see. But it's gone up a level. It's definitely gone up a level. Uh, And in relation to the Celebrity one, there are some fantastic celebrities on there and they run us all over the show, all over the place. But at the end of the day, they're just celebrities, aren't they? So pretty vacuous most of them, aren't they?
1: <laughs> Look forward to more quotes like that and more um top quality telly when hunted finally it comes on the screen. Ray, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Not Thank just you, to do me. this and talk about your hunter journey but also the Series One stuff. Really appreciate you your time no doubt our paths will cross again and we'll have you back for a future rewatches. maybe we'll even do a little heist reunion yeah. as well any time I some. would love that that would be, gr- that'd be yeah. great finally for people that want to send their opinions their comments their questions where can they do it uh,
0: Twitter at HuntedPod Instagram at HuntedPod Facebook HuntedPod or email HuntedPod at Outlook.com
1: for now though, Ooh, there is no. only one thing left to say and that is Ray Howard your time on the pod is over and you have been hunted thank you <laughs> And there you have it, Raimondo has been captured, his time on the pod is over.
0: Aww.
1: For now, we'll be back at some yeah. point, yeah, we we'll are definitely left to have yeah. What a guest, by the way. Yes. Absolutely brilliant guest to have on the podcast. And oh my word, haven't we had some phenomenal guests this year?
0: We have. We have had some lovely people.
1: Like... This time last year, we were obviously moving house. Yeah. And we'd only done like 10 episodes of the Hunter podcast. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, we didn't really know what we were going to do with it, did we? Where no. it was going to go or anything like that? Like, if we'd do it, if we'd carry on doing it or anything?
0: Nope.
1: But we decided to do it when Celebrity Hunter came out. Yes. And we got, well, a really good reception. Yeah, we did. And off the back of that, we've been able to interview some brilliant people. Licking your list, them? Uh... Steve Cotton. Yes.
0: Paul Cashmore.
1: Hang on, Steve Cotton was last year.
0: Oh yes, sorry.
1: Steve was in the original 10. Cashmore. Yes.
0: The Speakmans. Yes. Bobby. Yes. JP. Yes. Bette. Yes. Ray Howard.
1: Yes, and we've got one more coming up for you people. Now, of all these people, we've asked a certain question at the end of the podcast, we asked it there with Ray, didn't we? Yeah. Like, who would you have on your Hunter team Mm -hmm. of Fugitive, one fugitive, one office hunter, one ground hunter. What has everybody said?
0: A certain fugitive.
1: Yes, a certain series... Six. Winner. Yeah. Sarah Kibble. After months and months...
0: And months.
1: Of hunting her down, we finally achieved it. Last weekend for us.
0: (laughs) Yes. We went on a trip to Great
1: Yarmouth. (laughs) Uh, we got a meeting room, did exactly the same thing. Yeah. And we sat down and spoke at length with Sarah Kibble about All Things Hunted. She's a mega fan of the show. Not only a Series 6 winner, she knew more than us.
0: Yeah, she did.
1: So, really, we should hand this podcast over to her. Maybe. Nah. All right. Uh, but we'll have her as a guest, yeah? Yes. And that episode is coming up next week here on the Hunted Podcast. If you've enjoyed All Things uh, Hunted... And hunted podcast related, and you want to send us a comment, question, or opinion, or you've got a guest suggestion for next year 2024, or a series suggestion about what we want to watch or do, or what yeah. you'd like to see us do, please get in touch.
0: Twitter at huntedpod, Instagram at huntedpod, Facebook huntedpod, or email huntedpod at outlook.com, and please say something more than hi.
1: We've also got a threads thing which we barely look at, and a WhatsApp number which we can't remember but we'll share it at some point on our <laughs> socials. Get in touch, probably Instagram's the best way really. Instagram or email I'd say, get in touch. Right, there's only one way to end this uh, this podcast and before we uh, go into next week's one with Sarah Kibble.
0: Yeah. And
1: that is with another Christmas joke, wanna hear it? Go on,
0: then. I've
1: got one for oh, you.
0: Oh, okay, off you go then.
1: You, you ready? Yeah. Why couldn't the snowman have kids? I don't know. Because he's got?
0: Snowballs. <laughs> See you next week for more high content like that. <laughs> Bye. I to
1: play, so cool. but you never going to beat me. Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy. Bloody hands tame from the people who deceive me. Bloody hands break through the chains, go free me. People like sheep, move feed hurt it easy. You don't want to be fast asleep On this scheme me. Better stand tall, ready for a fight, believe me. When they try the chains, you can say no, free me.